Hello, I'm your host, Giselle Gamby, and this is the Intuitive Pool Podcast, where together we'll embrace the plans we did not make yet unfold businesses and lives that are so much greater in wealth in all ways than any business or life plan could ever achieve. My wish is that you make intuition your most trusted advisor. So buckle up, get present, and let's go. Oh, it's very exciting, dear listeners, to welcome Dr. Amy Gajar. So Dr. Amy has is a very special woman in my life because I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease. I think it was like back in 2014 or 15 when I was having all these panic attacks for no reason. I couldn't understand why and felt anxiety. And so I sought out an integrative doctor in Manly to start with, and it certainly got me on my path. And then I saw the Netflix documentary series called Heal, which said that we can reverse Hashimoto's, which was never a thought that was that was a possibility in my mind. And so that was an intuitive pull, which I which then led me to Googling Ayurvedic doctors. And I really sought out someone who I felt connected to. And that led me to Dr. Amy. And I have mentioned Dr. Amy several times on the podcast, and I had the intuitive pull to invite her to be interviewed. So welcome, Dr. Amy. Thank you, Giselle. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, you're welcome. I've, um, I feel like um, I'm like your PR person because I've referred so many people to you. My husband went to you. Our friends have gone to you. I talk about you on the podcast and, he, and here we are. So yeah, it's really great, great to be with you. Can you share with the listeners just a little bit about yourself, like how you, like who you are, what you do, and anything else that you feel called to share at the beginning of this episode? Sure. So um, I currently work as an integrative GP in Sydney, um, but I'm, I'm from London. I've, I've been here for over a decade now. Um, so I trained in medicine in London, uh, conventional medical training, and, um, and then I worked in hospital medicine for a few years and then in general practice there in the NHS for a few years as well. It was during the, those GP years, especially that, you know, it, it was obviously quite stressful. It was a 10 minute model of seeing patients one after the other. Um, and I was also working in inner city London. So there was a lot of, um, you know, different populations, you know, the diversity of, of ethnic populations and languages and um, chronic, you know, drug problems, alcohol, uh, asylum seekers, refugees. So it was, it was quite a challenging uh, general practice to work within and then of course this 10 minute model and so I guess there was a lot of mixed feelings around that time you know it was tiring it was frustrating partly because you always didn't feel that you were doing enough with people you know often felt like giving out medications and um, feeling helpless in some ways. Um, I, I had an interest in various things at that time but and I did do some courses in you know, CBT and I even did like an acupuncture course and NLP. So I was trying to sort of find different tools for myself, but also to help patients as well. Um, but over the years, it, it got to a point where I was feeling burned out and stressed. But I also had a dream of working abroad and I had a lot of friends who had come to, you know, Australia, New Zealand, done six months, 12 months here and there. And I thought it would be great to see medicine in, in a different country. Uh, experience 
something totally different. And it really was when I came to Sydney um, that I guess the turning point was when I came across a um, a conference that was organised by ACNAM. And that was during my year here where I was doing a, a normal GP job. I wasn't yet integrated as such. But it was um, a conference organised by the Australasian College of Nutritional and Environmental Medicine. And I, and I was reading the description thinking, wow, this is like, it's just me, this is look, what, what I want to be doing. So I went along to it and, you know, I spoke to, to many of the delegates who had done the training because uh, there was like a fellowship training program with, with, with them as well. So I, I embarked upon that. And that, I would say, was really a big turning point in terms of who, who I became and also just a shift in my, my career and perspective as well. And I also had many other interests. So, you know, I was doing courses here or there in energetic healing and EFT and, you know, more recently in yoga training as well. So I, I yeah, always just love learning and there's always more to learn. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I've been doing integrative medicine now for, for quite a while here in Sydney. And now I work in a very different system. You know, I, I, I see patients for half an hour to an hour and it really just helps to have that time to delve properly into what's going on with a person. So I love working how I work now where um, it's looking at the whole person. You know, it's mind, body, spirit. You know, we, you know, of course, are spiritual beings in a physical body and looking at all those different aspects of our being you know health is you know it's physical it's emotional it's mental it's spiritual it's looking at all those elements and bringing it all together and love being able to see people transform and heal themselves and as a result being able to fulfill their own potential because that's you know we we all should be living our potential and living in alignment and in divine flow. Oh, that's so beautiful. And when you were just speaking then, um, the sense that I was getting was we're creating a space here. Yeah. And so I'm actually, I, I don't want to make it implicit. I want to make it in explicit that there's a space that's being created here. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, that there's like, I can see a circle and people are going to be listening and they're going to be feeling that some things are going to be catalyzed for them. And so I want to, I want to uh, speak to that and to welcome if there's, if there is a response that's going on within the listener to welcome that, to welcome that into this space. Yeah. Because one of the most beautiful things happened when I interviewed Dr. Carol Haddad. Yes. I don't know if it was the first time or the second time. I think it was the first time. And she was, so she's a doctor of oncology, as you know, and some of the listeners would know if they listen to that those episodes and one of her patients listened to her episode and something triggered for her and it was about how she had been trying to control the process of her healing and when she realized that she was attached to an outcome which is so easy to become attached to especially if you have cancer of course we all want to be you know I imagine because I've not had cancer but we that everybody would want to be well and when she realized that she was controlling the outcome, um, she was actually suffocating the process and she let go of control by listening to the episode. And she uh, wrote, I think she wrote or she saw Dr. Carol afterwards and Dr. Carol had an immediate sense because they were waiting on result, test results. And Dr. Carol 
had an immediate sense that those test results would be clear, reached out to me and told me that. And then, of course, the test results were clear. So the, this, is a, this is a special conversation. This is a, a special experience. This has, has the opportunity to create healing just in the listening, just in the being with you. And as you say, it's, it is about surrender and, you know, let go and let God, you know, we, we can, we got to do our best. And then there's a point where we say, I've done my best and let it be. Love that Beatles soundtrack, let it be. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Can you, can you talk about, so I guess, you know, this is in a, in a way uh, quite a, you know, a vulnerable conversation. Can you talk about an experience that comes to mind where you let it go and let it be where you really were conscious about that with a patient and what occurred as a result? I guess certainly in, in my own journey, in everything that was going on in London and feeling all these mixed emotions, working as a GP and certainly feeling stressed and burned out in myself, um, knowing that I wanted to take a different path. So even that decision of, um giving it all up like there, there was that I still remember this point where I'd resigned and you know I've got, got a few weeks of traveling on my way to New Zealand because at that point I decided I wanted to do a year in New Zealand a year in Australia and then I'd go back to London but also there was a point where I thought I'll just I'll just see what happens it, it, it wasn't a plan to emigrate it was just let me just see let me just see what's out there um and there, there was that point for a few weeks where I'd had no job. I was no longer a GP partner. There was no title. There was nothing. I was nothing. It, and it was that strangely liberating. It was just like, wow, you know, I'm not attached to a job, an organization, a title. It's just me. And I'm going to travel. And New Zealand, I knew no one. I was going because I'd heard it was a beautiful country. Um, you know, I got a job through the agency um, in the ED. And it was... It was nerve-wracking. It was like, well, I'm going literally across the world. I know no one. And it was faith. And it was this also this innate sense of knowing I'm being looked after by something much greater than ourselves. And just have faith in that process. And um, take the next step. You know, as Martin Luther King said, you don't always have to see the whole staircase. Just take that first step you know, the, 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 the concept of the butterfly effect, you know, just small changes that can create more changes over time. Um, I think faith is a big thing. Mm. And I don't know if this is connected to the book that you're about to release on the 16th of August called Slow Butterfly. Yes. You just talked about the butterfly effect. Is, is it connected to the name of the book or to the content of the book? I guess partly. I mean, butterfly, I, I chose the, the title because um, it's about, healing thyroid and you know particularly hypothyroidism Hashimoto's and you know as we know the thyroid gland is butterfly shaped and you know from there there's just a lot of lovely analogies you know so you know the butterfly effect I think is a, is a wonderful analogy which we can all you know learn from um, and in part in our own lives um, but also I just love this concept of you know that that analogy of the caterpillar growing and transforming into beautiful butterfly and within that cocoon there is struggle you know if, if we looked at it closely there's there's a lot happening it, is, it looks like nothing but there's actually a lot a lot happening and 
And if you try and intervene and, you know, not make it struggle, it won't survive. So, so that struggle is part of its own transformation to, to spread its wings and become a butterfly. And there is a, a, a chapter within the book, which, um, you know, where I do talk about alignment and flow and how sometimes the struggle, it's, it's part of our, part of the process, you know, rainbows don't form without the rain and and again allow allow yourself to sit in that to some extent and also faith as well so from my perception that the acceptance of the struggle in that there's a bigger picture unfolding yes in my perception please correct me if i'm wrong would not be a typical way of holding illness in the medical world? No, I mean, and you know, the, 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 some in, in the uh, traditional model, it's, you know, if there's a symptom such as depression symptoms, it's an antidepressant. Now, by all means, I'm not saying, you know, medication may not be needed, it, it, it may well be needed, but it's another perspective as well. You know, yeah. I think the, 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 um, the, the model that we work in, you know, which is really built for, you know, acute medicine, you know, acute medicine has its place, you know, if, if some, um, but what we're dealing a lot with these days, a tablet isn't going to fix it. Yes, it can help to some extent, um, but that's the model that we, we've been trained in. And it's appropriate in some circumstances, yes, of course. But a lot of what we're, we're seeing and dealing with today, it's, it's much more than that. So um, what, do you, what do you see it to be? I mean, I, I've been the recipient, of course, being in your care. And I, what I didn't mention on this episode, although I've mentioned it on several others, is that the last time I saw you, my bloods showed that I largely reversed the Hashimoto's, I think, other than one indicator. Yeah. Which, and I feel so well. And I think that's what I said to you when I saw you last. I feel so well. Yeah. So I've been the recipient of of your treatment and care, but to the listeners, what, what is that? Yeah. If something has come out of balance, it can be brought back into balance. So often people ask me, you know, can this be reversed? Can, you know, can this be cured? And I think if, if, if yeah, if we have become imbalanced in certain ways, there's no reason why we can't come back into balance. And if we think about the word disease, you know, that can be dis-ease, what's going on? So if you look at the thyroid, for example, what is it that's happening in the whole system, mind, body, spirit, all our layers, such that that is not functioning properly? Of course, this can be applied to anything, but if, if we think about the thyroid itself, so it's about looking at all those factors. So certainly from a lifestyle point of view, you know, we know nutrition, movement, sleep, stress management, all those things are, are really important. But also from a different perspective, for example, from a Ayurveda yoga perspective, it lies within the throat chakra. That chakra, that energy center is around expression, communication and truth. Oh. Being truthful to ourselves or being truthful to the world, um, so so that that is a different perspective which I feel is important because, and again, it goes back to helping us to live in alignment. 
as well. Do you know, I've never, I've never known that. I've never made that connection to the thyroid being out of balance, being a symbol for us being out of alignment with ourselves, out of alignment with our truth, yeah. out of alignment with our authenticity. I've actually, I mean, I, I'm just like, it's kind of gobsmackingly, gobsmackingly obvious to me right now as we speak but I'd never made that connection. And if I, if I look at, at my life and when, you know, the thyroid, thyroid wasn't good and, you know, the anxiety was there and it's because I was trying to turn myself inside out to make my business successful based on what we're taught to do to make our business su- successful. And it wasn't working. Yeah. And I've spoken about that many times too in, in this podcast. And, you know, when I saw you the last time, I remember saying to my coach, guess what? My Hashimoto's is largely reversed. And he said, what do you think the cause of that is? And I said, I think it's, I, I was like, it's kind of like the chicken and the egg. Is it the treatment that I've been having? You know, the supplements that I've been having, is it the peace that I feel, you know, which it, and it's all of that. Right. And, and the peace that I feel is because I'm in alignment yeah. because I chose to value myself the way that I am trust that my way is perfect for some people and I don't need to turn myself inside out anymore and, you know, and look at the the consequence. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So again, I feel, I love how these episodes just create themselves. There's like an intelligence that starts to show for me anyway. And it's there, I know without a doubt that there will be listeners who have thyroid, thyroid problems and are now going to start joining the dots. Mm, absolutely. And it, it offers a, a useful perspective, you know, because it's it's easy to just be in that medical mindset and 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 think about you know treating with with a hormone therapy or, you know, um, but certainly we, we always want the foundation of, of 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 the lifestyle, but to just to think a little bit outside the box and from different perspectives, I think can be interesting. And of course, the thyroid is between the head and the heart. What's the clash between the head and the heart? Yeah, nice one. So, nice um, one. yeah. Wow. So, so you know, obviously, when it comes to patients, you know, it, it, everyone's different. You know, but I like to sometimes put it out that you know, some people are more receptive of that than others in terms of you know, energetic healing and spirituality. You know, we have to meet people where, where they're at. But I think, you know, just to only focus on the thyroid hormone on you know, just the, the very medical things I don't think is enough. I think, you know, we are complex beings. There's so many layers to us that we've got to look at the whole picture. What, um, if, if you're free to talk about this, you know, I, I know that, you know, as a coach, there are, there are situations that I've had with clients that I'll never forget, like really amazing situations I've had within or amazing experiences, results, outcomes that I know I'll never forget. They mean so much to me. Are you able to talk about any of those in your world? There's been some lo- lovely um, transformations I've seen over the years, for sure, especially in, 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 in the time that I've been working in Sydney doing, doing this sort of work. And again, as you know, thyroid symptoms can manifest in so many ways. There's so many symptoms, such as, you know, the, the, the common ones. Um, there, I remember what one person you know, presenting with was, was fatigue, but also infertility, which can be... Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, a consequence of, of thyroid um, issues as well and um, initially the antibodies the thyroid antibodies were were like in the thousands um, and you know, just with with 
all the lifestyle things, including diet, um, you know, managing stress and everything, you know, over time you sort of saw, so those markers sort of come back to normal and for this woman to be able to have a successful pregnancy as well. Oh. Now, I'm not saying it was just that, but again, it's, it's a case of when we just get the body balanced again, you can just see those transformations and, and that, and this was without necessarily medication. It was it was all very very holistic in this particular example. So I think it was a surprise to the patient as well because you know, she didn't have to use any medication and she was like, was it was it just diet that made the antibodies? I'm thinking well it's probably a combination. I mean you know um, and that that's one certainly what this book is about as well. It's 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 emphasizing many aspects of lifestyle as well as complementary therapies with the evidence as well to say you know, there is actually so much more that can help as well so yeah when you actually see yeah people feeling better people you know doing things they they want to be doing you know they they, they, they may leave a job that they knew it wasn't serving them at all and they actually gone out to do something that, that was always their dream um you know pursuing creative interest you know so you, you start to sort of see those shifts over months and years which is really satisfying as well mm. um, and again all about us living in alignment yeah yeah oh I love that so much and it sounds and feels like you know this book that's coming out on the 16th of August is another expression of you of of being in alignment with so I'm going to use these words you're calling I mean this doesn't this doesn't feel like a job to me yeah 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 this this is this is a calling what i what i'm hearing what i'm feeling this is a calling and you're putting and you're putting yourself out there with this book yes 16th of august so how so how what's that process like for you wonderful it's i mean writing has been something i've wanted to do for years um ever since i can remember and I, i know for many years I couldn't quite figure out what I wanted to write about. And then I had a couple of new years where I did start writing and I just lost momentum. But this is something I've been working for on for a couple of years now um, with, with, with guidance. Um, so I'm very, very grateful to, to, to this writing program, which just made me sort of accountable and, and, you know, actually this is happening, which is amazing. So it feels, yeah, it feels surreal actually, but to think that something I've wanted to do for years is actually finally happening and to be expressing myself in ways that um, can be heard by so many, you know, reaching out, being able to reach out to, to more people than I could see one-to-one. That, that's a real key thing for me as well. And wanting it to empower people so they can start helping themselves as well. Mm. It's interesting that we're even talking about this week because uh, I went um, I went skiing last week with a family, and it was a, it was normally like if I go on holidays, like I, I do disconnect. I I'm there. I, I I leave work behind, but I didn't feel at all disconnected from work. Uh, not how could I? I didn't work is even the wrong word, right? <laughs> We've got to give it some some label, some name, and I could feel this rising uh, coming through me as we were as we were away in False Creek. And then I, I started to make sense of it this week. And it was, you know, this podcast has been alive since the 29th of November last year. And I'm super grateful. There's, uh, we're almost at four and a half thousand downloads, which is just absolutely fantastic. Like I'm so beyond grateful. 
But there's this other metric that I have, which talks about how many listeners, because you can easily think, oh my God, 40,000, uh, sorry, four and a half thousand downloads. That's like four and a half thousand listeners, but it's not. There's about 158 really, really loyal listeners that are responsible for yeah. all of those downloads, which I'm so beyond grateful for. And then I had this sense of, wow, and this is not from a place of ego. Wow, 158 listeners. It's actually such a small number when you think about the number of people in the world. It's just tiny, just tiny. So I had this intuitive pull. Okay, now, now it's about getting off my bottom and feeling into some strategies that I'm called to act upon, not from the head that I'm called to act upon to get to get this out there even more. And I had a conversation with my coach this week about that. And before he asked me the question, how many listeners do you feel is the next number? I already had the number pop in. You know how that happens? Yeah. And uh, the number was 10,000 listeners. And my initial intuition said within one year. And then my head came in and said, oh, that's impossible. And then my coach then asked me how many, and I said, oh, I've already had that number arrive. It's 10,000. And he goes, oh, I see that happening within a year. And um, when we were talking, like there's just so much joy there, right? Like with the book, like the ability to ability to reach so many more people. And I was talking to a client about my process this week, and I said I don't have some, you know, like a Martin Luther King why, you know, like it's just because it feels so good yeah. because I can't help but care because I love to share, love, love, love to share. And I love seeing the ripples. Yeah. And some of those ripples will find out about you and I, you know, as you release your book and people read, but most of the stuff we'll never know about never. Yeah. And that is just so exciting. Yeah. So yeah. exciting. Yeah. Oh, um yeah. Many, many years I started a blog. Um, I knew I was always wanted to write, but um, I thought, let, let me just write the blog. And I thought, well, even if, if I can just write little articles, that might just be useful to someone somewhere in the world. So um, it started off with that. And then it's, um, yeah, finally manifested into this book. And I, I hope to write many more. Yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous. So when we're talking about your book, Dr. Amy, and we're talking about the podcast, the next milestone being 10,000 listeners. One of the things that, uh, again, my coach said probably about four years ago to me, which has always stayed with me, he said, you can't breadth your way into depth, but you can depth your way into breadth. Interesting. So you get what I'm saying? So like there are people um, who do go and do all these amazing programs and then they think, oh, my God, I can reach thousands and thousands of people, yeah. but they don't have the depth. Yeah, they don't have the depth to be able to hold in integrity. Yeah, service to thousands and thousands of people. Like we've got to do the work first, right? We've yeah. got to do the work first. Yeah, and then there's a moment that that you can appreciate the depth. Yeah, you can appreciate it, and then we want to share it even more widely. And yeah. that's just that's just yeah. I'm just offering that because it's, that's really present to me. And does it resonate with you? Yeah, I mean, again, going back to the writing and knowing I wanted to write, but not knowing what to, what I wanted to write about. And then I thought, should I do a general health book? And it, it was quite a process 
trying to figure out what to start writing about. And then I just made that decision, you know what, well, I'm just going to write about this. This is what I'm interested in. This is what I'm passionate about. Um, yes, it's quite a narrow area, but it was just something that innately I felt passionate about and interested in. So I made that decision. And as we touched on before, I don't know the outcome. I don't know how, you know, many people buy it or, you know, but again, it's, I'm just trying to detach myself from that outcome. And, you know, I've just put effort into this book and I'm really hoping that it will benefit many people all over the world. But again, detached from the outcome on, I don't know how many people read it or buy it or impact, but I hope it does something somewhere. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> really, really beautiful. Exactly. Butterfly effect. <laughs> Butterfly effect. Exactly. That's right. And you know, what's what I'm acknowledging in what you just said, you know, you said it's, it's a book that focuses on a topic, yeah. right? And so to the to the ego mind, we might say, oh, that's not commercial enough. It needs to, you know, it needs to be so much broader. The topic needs to be so much so we reach more people, but you're not doing that. You're pulled. You're pulled to speak to this. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's going to have magic. I know that. I know that. It can't help. It can't not have magic. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that this episode breathes even more life into it as well. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think this is my final question. I think like one of the things that's really important to me is when I'm, when I'm taking my last breath, I want to know that I've, I have no regrets, no regrets. And I remember when my father passed, I checked in with myself, do I have any regrets with him? There was none. How would you know that you have no regrets at the end of your life like what would what would you love i'm i'm grateful for the education that i've had and being able to use that to help others and the book is one way of reaching out to people knowing that i've made or tried to make an impact as much as I can. And a lot of that may, I may never see, I may never see those people meet those people who, who I've impacted. But for me, apart from the one-on-one -on -one sessions, writing is, is something that's my way of, of giving to the world. Yeah. Gorgeous. What a beautiful response. Beautiful, beautiful response. Thank you. Thank you. I do have one more question. It's more of a practical question because I know that we're focused a lot on the thyroid here, yeah. but you don't just do treat thyroid in your no. practice. So just for the sake of the listeners, can you speak to that so that we can welcome yeah. <laughs> them yeah. to you if they feel called? I see both adults and children. Um, most of what I do see is, um, and what I'm interested in is, is around gut health, autoimmunity and thyroid, but I, I still see, you know, adults and children with, with any conditions. And uh, often it can be complex or chronic conditions where people may have gone to their GPs or specialists and still haven't found an answer or they want to come off medication. So, yeah, I, I would say still quite broad in, in what, what, what I do see, although the gut or the immunity and thyroid would be my main interest. Okay, thank you. And you're based in Surrey Hills. People can also see you online or 
via phone. Yeah, yeah, right. The first appointment, it's 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 always nicer to meet face to face in the yes. um, and then follow up appointments can can be on on video. So that that would be an ideal way to do things. But for you know, there are patients who are living uh, in other parts of Australia or or abroad, and and we can definitely do video as well. Okay, great, thank you. So I'll of course put Dr. Amy's details in the show notes. So if you feel called to contact her, you can do so. Thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you, Giselle. Um, my husband, Clayton, just popped in just before we got onto Zoom and I said, I'm interviewing Dr. Amy. He was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> he was very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very, very much. Great. Thank you, Giselle. So a little addendum because Dr. Amy and I were just having a chat after we thought we'd completed <laughs> and then uh, Dr. Amy said something that I thought, wow, that would be really great to capture because I feel like hearing this from her will give people permission to follow their truth. So please tell me, what, what, were, you, what were you saying about the book? I was apprehensive during the writing of it and also, you know, even, even just the, the, the initial sort of outlining process, you know, because I wanted to touch on and discuss things that, aren't always touched on in, in that much detail in, in, in consultations with GPs and endocrinologists. So I wanted to bring in lifestyle and complementary therapies and spirituality and, you know, us being, you know, spiritual beings and energetic and vibration and everything. So some of it's a bit sort of out there. Um, so I was certainly a little bit nervous about, should I write this? Should I not write this? Could this get me into trouble? What do other doctors think in the conventional world? And that's just something that, uh, it came to a point where I thought, I, this is my book and I'm just going to let go. And as long as I'm writing from the heart, the truth and, you know, whatever I can back up with, with so-called scientific evidence, I will, I will back it up and I've made an effort to do that. But of course, as we know, not everything is science and, you know, science catch ups, catches up much later on. So that was, that I guess has been quite, um, also liberating in terms of I'm just going to say what I've got to say and not be fearful or apprehensive and that's it. Oh, <laughs> I am so glad that you shared that with me privately and that we then got back on and recorded this bit because um, that you're, you're just a demonstration, not just, you are a demonstration of really bold, loving leadership really bold, loving leadership. So thank you so much. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode or previous episodes, I would so, so appreciate you sharing the love and letting your family, friends and colleagues know about this podcast because the only way that it's going to get out there is if we use word of mouth the good old word of mouth so i have my hands in appreciation for you for those who have already been sharing the love and should this part of the podcast inspire you to share amongst your network i really really appreciate you also i've been saying that i am also returning to my first love which is writing so if you would like to receive me in your inbox every week there is a link in the show notes where you'll be able to subscribe and I look forward to writing to you have an incredible week
Thank you.